0: there with Breakfast in America and welcome back to Sunday morning at Radio Newark. This is Girls Around Town and I'm Rosin Palmer. I've taken over the desk from um, my colleague June Rollins and I love Supertramp. Um, I used to listen to Dreamer non-stop when I was much, much, much younger. I always think about them and I can even see that front cover of their album, you know, that iconic picture of kind of the woman striding in America. So i I'm joined in the studio now, um, after we've paid all of our respects that we did at the head of the hour for Remembrance Day. Um, I'm joined now, thank you, and I can welcome um, our guest, Pamela Smartwindow. Good morning.
1: Good morning. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. And you
0: found is okay? You've had yeah. a bit of a tr- journey, I think, to get here? Did yeah. you train in taxi? I like that. I like that dedication from my guests. <laughs> so I did intro you before um, the news, but perhaps you'd like to just very briefly say how you describe what you do, Pamela, to everybody who's listening out there. Wow,
1: that's a big question. How to describe what I do? Um... I think what I do in a nutshell is help women to rediscover what it feels like to feel themselves again, and uh, understand how to look after themselves health-wise, holistically, for for the remainder for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So
0: if I'm out there and um, I I'm you know working away this morning, and hey, let's shout out to all the people working this morning, um, or preparing lunch, whatever. Um, what and I'm thinking, I keep hearing this holistic health, but I don't really know what it is. How would you describe that to somebody?
1: Yeah, I think it's because it's, it is something, I guess, that if you're in the know, you know what it is. And if you don't know what it is, you don't know, I guess. Um, but holistic health is... So looking at you as a whole person, so what is influencing you from the food, the foods that you eat, how you sleep, how you, um, the thoughts that you have on a, on a daily basis, um, how you move your body on a daily basis, the environment you live in, you know, sort of everything really, all parts of you, whether you have a spiritual belief or you don't have a spiritual belief, relationships that you keep with other people and yourself.
0: I think that's a really nice explanation. So, what you're basically saying is it's the whole you. Yes. That's why it's holistic. Yeah. Um, And the whole you, um, as we all know, you know, you might end up with a headache, um, but it's not always about the headache it might be that you've got a headache because you've got a problem in your neck or you might have a headache because your house is very stuffy and you don't open the windows or so you're saying you look at everything to do with somebody to really create the best health for them am i am i hearing that yeah absolutely great great And how did you, tell me your story, how did you, Pamela, get into that? And for anybody who's listening, we're talking to Pamela Smart-Wendell about holistic health and how she now helps other women here on Radio Newark. So tell me your story, Pamela.
1: Yes, yeah, so my, my background is um, a years, many years, 20 years probably of working in the health and fitness industry, um, personal trainer and I used to teach, you know, your body pump classes and your spin class and aqua classes and uh, I loved it all and I considered myself being really healthy actually back then, um, physically healthy and uh, back in 2012 I woke up with a virus. Um, flu virus and I was, I was working within the NHS at that point for working with um, alcohol dependency um, people struggling with alcohol basically, to helping them come off alcohol so I was, sort of changed my sort of, profession over the years I haven't gone to university um, in between and uh, so I woke up with this virus and I was literally wet through, the bed was soaking wet and I was off work for a week and then I was hoping to go back to work and I just felt worse and I lost my voice and the fatigue came on worse than it was when I felt unwell you know with the flu mm. and I ended up being off work for a month in wow. total.
0: and yet you liked your job did you I was ready
1: to change my job at that mm. point. Okay. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> and do you like your job. Yeah, it wasn't
0: like, ooh, yippee, I've got a get out of jail free card here. Um, uh, you'd rather have been well, I suppose. As oh, well, absolutely. I'm you. Definitely. Yeah.
1: And anyway, got a very long story short. Um, so, moving to mid 2013, I'd been off work so many times with bouts of flu, what it seemed like, lost my voice, just no energy, nothing. I couldn't really explain how I felt, but it was only for a week or so. Um, But I'd been off work, you know, quite a few times as a result which had led to anyone that's employed you would know that, you know, your employees that not like you to be off work, like you to be at work, don't they?
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Tends to go
1: with the territory. Exactly. <laughs> um, so ended up having problems there with, you know, my employer. And I, I was off work for a, quite a while, and my GP then said that I'd got chronic fatigue syndrome, and based on the fact that the common thing that everybody who has chronic fatigue... Is the fatigue is the one thing that have in common, but there is no actual diagnosis for chronic fatigue, um, and I, I ended up losing my job as a result of that, and uh, and my home as well eventually. But uh, it wasn't until 2015 I was I was starting to feel slightly better, and I was working with women, helping them to restore health from the, the knowledge that I'd, I'd learned along along the way um, sort of my educational path along the way which was fine but and I was working with these women and they were feeling so much better yet I wasn't and I was living the life, you know, I was going to bed on time, eating really good food so I was doing all the things that I knew that actually helped to
0: increase health. And that must have been quite frustrating really. It <laughs> was So uh, we're going to have another quick break uh, a record which is perfect for us um, because it's entitled what's up and we're going to find out exactly how you found what was up with you and how you now use that knowledge to help other women Welcome back. Sunday morning, Radio Newark. This is Girls Around Town and I'm Roslyn Palmer. You can ring us at any time at 01636 678 033. Particularly all of you out there, the ladies now who are listening, uh, we're speaking to you, particularly if you are facing health challenges because maybe you're perimenopausal or you're menopausal, you're leading up to it. And our lovely, knowledgeable guest, who's speaking from the heart, um, has spoken about how she had to find out about her own health and actually trained with a person who'd helped her. And so we'll hear a little bit more about that, Pamela, please, but also how that gave you the tools and the knowledge to help women with what are the most common symptoms, and perhaps you'd like to talk about those. Yeah. Over to you. Oh, great. Uh,
1: Yes, so um, what helped me? So we ran a few diagnostic tests. um, And when I say diagnostic tests, we're looking for the root cause. Yeah, so I was told I got chronic fatigue syndrome, but there's no test to say you have chronic fatigue syndrome. It's just you have to have fatigue for six months continuously. Um, So we ran a test which is called the Dutch hormonal test so it looks at your hormones and other areas of the female body which relate to hormones and that came back actually not too bad um there was some sort of significant um changes in terms of testosterone and estrogen but not anything that would link to fatigue so that was interesting um and then we ran another test which i actually do as well called um an organic acid test Ooh. and they're both at <laughs> uh, are both urine tests right. actually so they're not blood so tests so they're not either. intrusive to no, do right. we on like some tissue paper mm-hmm and uh so the organic acid test looks at deficiencies in minerals and vitamins a little bit about gut health as well so any woman that's struggling with pain fatigue like i was unexplained mm. fatigue um any sort of pain swell, um anxiety and depression great actually test to look
0: at sort of neurotransmitters in the brain so they can be caused by these problems then. absolutely yeah. yeah so when people say i'll oh, get a grip mm. it's actually really a body Function that's causing you those terrible thoughts absolutely definitely mm. i yeah. mean i do know that obviously because like you i'm a hypnotherapist um but i think people need to hear that don't they I, I think you know our listeners need to hear that again because often women don't get that connection and they just think oh come on pull myself together but actually your your body is affecting your mind and your mood and how you think isn't it
1: Definitely, absolutely. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we did those tests. And then, as a result, we had a plan then because we had a roadmap to see what was going on. We ran another another blood test as well that looked at sort of whether it was an actual virus was still active in my body. And, and it was. So my body was still fighting the virus I had back in 2012. We're How now long in can a virus
0: stay active in your body then, Plum? Yeah. For years, Yeah, it? it can do, sort of silently, yeah. And you don't really know? know? No, but it's kind of lurking there and and gets triggered i mean i know that's true of something like glandular fever isn't it yeah but 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 many others is that what you're saying yeah but it was epstein-barr virus oh which is linked to that isn't it Yeah, yeah absolutely i have read up because i actually have a very strong suspicion um that i've got that i'll be honest with you um Because, you know, I used to have repeated uh, tonsillitis and glandular fever when I was a kid. Um, I had my tonsils out at 26. It was so bad. And then I got shingles in my, you know, um, 20s. And last year I went to India and i've never felt quite right since and it was just dismissed as a virus but um yeah i'll be really interested to hear more about that pamela so why do you need to do these tests for ladies why can't they go to their gp and get them all done or can they Mm, no unfortunately (laughs) not Why not? Um, Just why not? The money isn't there because they they go further. Is that right?
1: Well, GPs don't really know about the test. Right? Um, The NHS don't know about the tests, um, Mm -hmm. so they're not available on the NHS at all. Um, It is predominantly from America, and America, you know, their healthcare they have to pay for it, so they are much more ahead. Their general practitioner is much more ahead than our general practitioner in terms of holistic health because yeah. they've got the funds available yeah. to do it yeah. yeah yeah so the tests just aren't available and it's, so it's private at the moment however not, i th- really think it should be available because they can save the actual person so
0: much ag- you know relief in well terms of yes and um, i suppose in a way they, the women might end up feeling that they're well not just feeling that they're depressed, but being depressed, Uh, again, um, as somebody who, during her menopause, um, became quite depressed and ended up being put on antidepressants, um, I'd really rather not go there, or have gone there. Um, I know now, I know better, and if we could help somebody not to go down that path, um, I think that would be great. Also, great saving, actually.
1: Absolutely. Because
0: uh, Sabin- those tablets are expensive, aren't mm, they?
1: Yeah, I think um, 2017, there was over £2 billion spent on antidepressants in the UK. How much? Over £2 billion.
0: Wow, yeah. And and yeah. And if people didn't have to get to that point, that would be great, wouldn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Great. So, um, what about HRT? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's such a... A oh, big question, you know, and a lot of women do go on HRT. And the number one reason is is because of hot sweats. That's the number one reason why women do go on HRT. However, um I I think that for some women, they may need some extra support hormonally. Their hormones may be so depleted that actually they they can't function. You know, they're struggling with brain fog energy, anxiety, you know, hot sweats, night sweats, not sleeping, you know, mm-hmm. not obviously it's going to affect their lives and um, their self-esteem as well. Um, but I, I personally believe that they, if a woman is prescribed HRT, it should be that she does certain things to mitigate the risk factors of developing Mm. estrogen-dominant cancers. Yeah, because it heightens it, doesn't it? Absolutely, and it is a real risk. And so therefore, with the Dutch test that I do, you know, we can have a look at what's going on, maybe if there's any sort of um, risk factors already based on just the way she lives her life and where her body functions, you know, then going on HRT actually might make things worse and so from a dietary point of view and lifestyle certain things that you can do to reduce that so my thoughts are that if a woman does go on HRT I think they should be well if you're going to take that drug you know maybe cut out alcohol because that increases the risk factor Also, you know, making sure that you're having lots of good fibre in your diet as well every day, you know, and and look at toxicities from the environment, the chemicals that you use on a regular basis. Um, Do you
0: mean like cleaning products? Yeah, cleaning Maybe maybe what you wash with.
1: Yeah. And would you advise,
0: you know, things like the green ones then? Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, Yeah, so it's much reduced the amount of chemicals that you Mm. use in your home. Because
0: obviously the skin is an organ and it, it lets it all in, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm, as somebody who had breast cancer 14 years ago and, um, you know, took a very holistic approach after it, um, and in fact I couldn't have HRT because obviously my... Um, mm. Um, my time the diagnosis at the time of the cancer was that it was estrogen positive so um, it wasn't even an option actually Mm. Um, and one of the things um, that still bother me and I'm sure bother a lot of ladies listening and I'd like specifically to talk to you about that in a moment is night sweats and hot flushes but here beautifully aptly we're going to segue into the rather lovely George Benson and give me the night because I would really like my night's back Pamela and I want that advice on how to do it (laughs) George Benson and I was asking my great guest in the studio here for Girls Around Town and Radio New York Pamela Smart Wendell how um, she might give me and anybody else listening their night's back um, from interrupted sleep waking up hot flushes um so pamela i'd i'd really be happy today if you could give me my nights back how how would you suggest that
1: yeah oh gosh i mean with along with hormonal changes you can see sleep interrupted definitely um for a number of reasons really if it's hot sweats that's waking up you up in the middle of the night um so it's an indication that you don't have enough fiber going in your body interesting yeah so the digestive system has an impact on your hormones it has to get rid of the unwanted hormones okay so you have to eat lots of fiber and when i talk about fiber i mean vegetables really Mm, i do eat a lot of vegetables
0: though Yeah. yeah
1: but you also might need some probiotic foods something like um, fermented
0: cabbage, which is key Oh, everybody says about this, don't yeah. they? Get the old sauerkraut out. Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. is that so good for you?
1: Uh, because in the small, in the in the large intestines, in the in the colon, that is where we need probiotics. There. Mm.
0: Because so. I do take a, a supplement, yeah. a, a probiotic yeah. supplement. What well,
1: depends so on? you're the saying strain. I need even yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the type. Uh, the oh, it's you're Linda is just
0: for tummy, so yeah. I'm sure it's really it good. Is probably, <laughs>
1: it is probably really good, but it, is it enough for you?
0: Yeah, possibly. And I've the, never been tested, so I don't know. Yeah.
1: yeah, and the other thing is that I'm always a believer in food first as well. So mm. okay probiotic foods in so sauerkraut fermented cabbage is great there's kefir which i've mentioned earlier but and where do you get that from so kefir mm. uh, again with sauerkraut i'd just recommend doing it yourself yeah i mean sauerkraut is literally salt and cabbage that's it there's right. great lots of great recipes online that you can have a look how to make it you just need cabbage chop it up add the salt <laughs> right. and then you just store it in a warm environment uh, for three weeks, and it's ferment. It ferments. It's like making wine,
0: making alcohol. So you should really have some every day. Is that what yeah, you're saying? So you just
1: need a little bit on your spoon every day. Um, so there's kefir, which is milk, uh, fermented milk. You can do kefir water as well. You can buy your grains from Amazon. So you need your grains to start it,
0: your kefir off.
1: Um, and there's sour um, sourdough bread as well.
0: Oh, that's, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but then fermented. I'm gluten free, so it all starts to, you know, be slightly more challenging but I'm still some of the better supermarkets which we won't mention by name but June knows exactly the one I'm referring to um I bet they have it. <laughs> yeah. Or you can yeah. make
1: your own as well. That's the other side of it as well. Wow. If you have the
0: time. Um, that will be the downside
1: on that, <laughs> on that suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> but sauerkraut you can make yourself. I mean, that's Yeah, so that simple. sounds very simple. Yeah. So having more probiotics. So more fibre then more should fiber. help me at night. What yeah. else would help me? So you need prebiotics as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need things like onion and garlic, a banana green tea, um what else is there asparagus they are prebiotics so and we need to have those okay. in abundance as well in our diet so the other thing that can impact sleep along with hormonal and um, the reduction of estrogen in particular is making sure that you you know balance your blood sugar levels out so you're eating regularly you know making sure you're having lots of good fats in your
0: diet I do yeah
1: <laughs> lots of protein one of the tips that I always do give my ladies who are struggling with sleep is to have a bit of protein before you go to sleep. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. so have something, you know, half an hour before you go to sleep. Or the burger count.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking. <laughs> I'm just checking in case anybody in case that was going through anybody else's yeah, head. Okay, maybe what? not then. Maybe not. <laughs> no, not not burger. But you could have something
1: like half an avocado, which is great um, for of course, Really easy yeah, to digest. Great, yeah. Or some nut butter mm-hmm. that you could have just before bed, half an hour before bed. And even if you wake up in the middle of the night, if you're waking at two, three, four o'clock, then that's an indication that your cortisol levels are too high, or your melatonin, which is your sleep hormone isn't quite high enough and you could have something to eat then as well something just inside your bed and because it will what it all does it just literally dampens down everything off
0: and help you to relax wow so next yeah. to my lamp and my book and my glasses I might have a half an avocado <laughs> at my bed no I, I'm really not being you know uh difficult I hear this and, and I have tried to do things so that's great advice again yeah. thank you and you you have a quote, because I've, I've looked at your website, so again, uh, if you've just tuned into Radio New York, this is Girls Around Town, and our guest is Pamela smart who's talking um, really about uh, hormone balance. But you say your hormone um, is more than a reflection of your full... Uh, more than a reflection of your fertility status yeah what do you mean by that yeah i think as women we kind of think well you
1: know i'm either able to have children or you're not and that's it that's all your hormones is about you know you know if you you still have a menstrual cycle you're just paying attention to the days that you bleed on rather Mm. than the whole of the cycle and then post-menopause is like well you know it's kind of over and i don't need to bother with that actually no our hormones are so important for our health and our wellness they you know have an influence on our ability to cope you know, estrogen, which is one of our dominant hormones, helps us manage stress well. And so when we don't have those hormones there supporting us, we tend to struggle with stress and which influences our sleep. And
0: can it be chicken and egg? Is it that if you have so much stress, you could actually upset your hormone levels is that Absolutely. right yeah Definitely. so yeah. so not having good hormonal balance can create you not being able to deal so well with stress yeah. but actually having an overload of stress could actually deal um a blow to the hormonal levels Absolutely. is that right Definitely. that's fascinating yeah, yeah. um so it's not just linked to your fertility, then. No, because it
1: helps digestion. Mm. You know, hormones help the, the parasitic waves in our gut, so that we eliminate waste. So we need lots of h- hormones in abundance to do that. You know, we touched on anxiety and depression slight earlier, didn't we? Mm. Hormones are related to that,
0: and sleep i do know i mean unfortunately i have been on the receiving end of all of these imbalances so um in a way you know it's about everything that holistic thing um so uh fleetwood mac are going to sing about everywhere and then we can let people know perhaps how they can actually get hold of you and work with you on a on a really practical level so i'm sure there's a lot of people out there very interested in the great advice you've been giving thanks pamela we've had a request for an announcement from Sarah Clark so good morning Sarah and we are telling now that the residents of Cromwell um, that are taking part in the National peal that's where all the church bells are pealing up and down across England um, which would be amazing at St Giles Church at 12.30 they actually can't use the bells because the tower is unsafe Um, but They've come to the rescue. So they've set up a PA system for the villagers so that they will be able to take part. So just as we were ingenious in the war... Um, I'm thinking of Dad's Army now in the Second World War that we were just literally going to throw pots and pans at anybody. <laughs> um, the wonderful residents of Cromwell um, are going to be able to take part in the National Appeal at St Giles Church at 12.30 um, due to the PA system. So thank you, Sarah, for that uh, announcement. And we're back in the studio. Good morning for our last section, Radio New York Sunday Morning Girls Around Town with myself, Rosalind Palmer and June Rowlands and our guest, Pamela Smartwindell. so Pamela you've given us and me as well thank you so much so much really great practical advice and shared your story if you could give um, the ladies out there who are listening one maybe piece of advice to take away today what would it be?
1: The one piece of advice I would give is to make sure that you're eating fats definitely. Fats are the backbone of your hormones and if you're not if you're restricting the amount of fats that you eat, you won't make your sex hormones. It's really important to eat healthy fats throughout the
0: day. and what is a healthy fat?
1: healthy fats so anything like you know almond butter or avocado your fats from your nuts and your seeds and even meat as well your oily fishes Mm. um you know sardines which i love (laughs) they're really good for you aren't they actually sardines on
0: toast can't beat it can you
1: yeah (laughs) and your oily mackerel you know oily fishes and and salmon you know and eating foods like that regularly which will really help your
0: hormones definitely so um june and i i'm gonna have to fess up here we're talking before you came in about advent calendars so i'm guessing that the pork scratching one um wouldn't really fit into that category although there's lots of salt um and maybe not the gin one either i don't know what your thoughts on that would be pamela well
1: it's christmas
0: So how can people get hold of you for either more information or perhaps to get these tests that you've spoken about and to to really get their health back and get to the bottom of anything that's troubling them
1: yeah you can go to my website which is smarterchange.co.uk and i've got a few, few um blogs on there that you can read if you want to know more i've got downloads that you can also download um for relaxa- relaxation recordings oh nice yeah so um, i'm even on social media so on Facebook as Pamela Winder or Hormone or Coach and Instagram if you're on Instagram as
0: well so you can find me on any social media so what was the website again Pamela just so they know it's smarterchange.co.uk well thank you so much it's been really illuminating Um, I've really taken an active um part and role in my own um health and what i know but i've learned an awful lot from you this morning so thank you pamela and um for coming in i hope you've enjoyed it i have thank you so much you have great and you are in nottingham aren't you so you can be found easily yeah yeah but i work with people online as well okay that's great um june what is happening next week right next week um when you're um
1: off to foreign climbs i will be in the studio with laura young laura has a company called lexico um but she also is a mumpreneur on fire and wow. um, she'll be explaining exactly what that is <laughs> Um, and uh, talking about the, uh, now the, it's called the Mums in Business Association, I believe. And Mums be, in Business. Yes. Oh, wow. and, sh- and she'll be talking, I think it might be Mothers in Business, yeah. being posh, but um, she'll be talking about her involvement
0: and also a series of books and generally talking about what it's like being a mum in business. Oh, wow. Oh, that sounds really great. So that's next Sunday. That's too. next Sunday. Yes. You, yourself with her.
1: It will yeah. be just me then. And then the week after, we've got Tina coming back.
0: Oh, lovely. So. Oh well I shall definitely tune in. I'll be in Australia by that time. Thanks for joining us, girls around town Radio Newark. Have a wonderful Sunday everybody. We love, love, cool.